Hello there, you're listening to the Park Crush Podcast. This is a Think Park Podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me as ever is Josh. Josh, hello. Hello there. Hello there, Josh. How's it going? Very good, thank you. Yourself? Not too bad, not too bad. Enjoying the Tier 1 life while it lasts. How, how oh. How's Tier 1 life treating you? Oh, it's beautiful. Have you been out meeting lots of groups of six today in indoor environments just to uh, just to just, lord yeah. over all those Tier 2 commoners down the road? Yeah, I, I walked down the road, obviously because I'm quite close to Tier 2, walked to where the uh, the bins changed, uh, went into the, the house just inside where the bins change, and just went, hey, can we just have a six-person party, please? And they went, yeah, sure, Tier 1, boys, let's go. <laughs> you just went on a six-man parade down the street. Yeah, oh yeah, oh With yeah. A couple of couple of drums and some <laughs> trombones. Having Just a little right uh, on the border. Yeah, exactly. Brilliant. Oh god, um, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's a, it's a funny it's a funny funny old time. I, I feel like uh, it, it wasn't that long ago, Josh. When I mean, I said this maybe last week or the week before, but it wasn't that long ago that we were seriously considering whether it was time to go back into the studio together and whilst technically that is still allowed because we are in tier one and for anyone out there who's not in the uk who's listening basically england has been split into three tiers of covid alert level tier one is the lowest but there are still plenty of rules associated with it we can't meet in a group of more than six we uh, can't go to the pub after 10 o'clock at night, restaurants after 10 o'clock at night. Uh, have to wear masks in most indoor, pl- all indoor places, yada, yada, yada. But tier two, you can't mix indoors with other households. And then you go up to tier three and it all gets a bit mad. There's like different versions of tier three for different places because, oh yeah, Wait, that, that's exactly what we needed. I, I thought the whole point of this was to simplify things and somehow we can't oh, even do that properly we've got I didn't like know that was the that was the case christ y- yeah so local different local authorities can kind of had have bespoke versions of tier three so we're gonna have to get like patch notes almost you know like liverpool you're in tier 3.4 uh <laughs> which comes I, uh... with some uh, moderate bug fixes and uh, manchester you're you're in tier you're gonna be in tier 3.7 I, I really appreciate uh, Andy Berman's version of Tier 3, which is actually just Tier 1. <laughs> uh, it does seem that way. The but, mayor um, of Manchester, if you don't know that, if you didn't know. I'm sure he's very well known in theme park circles. Yes. Um, There's no reason he wouldn't be. It does remind me a little of, uh, I don't know if you know this, but obviously the uh, Wi-Fi has been on this weird system, which is 802.11 and then a letter. Right. Like N, A, C, uh, blah, 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 blah. And the latest one is A, X. But instead of calling it A, X, they rebranded to Wi-Fi 6. Nice, just clean number, perfect. And then yeah. they've already come up with like Wi-Fi 6S or something stupid like that. <laughs> like, you've simplified it, now you've made it stupid again. So do you reckon instead of going to like tier 4, if we ever need to, they'll come up with like tier 3 Series X <laughs> or something like that? We're going to go down yeah. the Xbox school of naming our coronavirus alert levels. Uh, it's uh, uh, tier 3G, right? That's that's the first one. Tier 3G, yeah. You don't want to go into yeah. tier 5G, Josh. That's where coronavirus is most oh, rife of all. Rife. <laughs> yeah. Lurking around every corner. Absolutely. 
I don't know. I mean, once these 5G iPhones hit the market next Friday, I tell you, Josh, we're oh. going to get the third, fourth and fifth wave all at the same time. <laughs> Watch out. Watch out indeed. No, so, so, Josh, there's no better time to stay locked up in your own house playing theme park video games, I would suggest. Do you agree with me? Oh, 100%, yeah. I just, I, sorry, I went, I went all House of Commons there, which is make an incredibly obvious point and then ask the person I'm asking the question if they agree with me, to which they can only say <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does the right honourable gentleman believe that staying indoors and playing theme park video games is the right thing for the general public to do? Well, Mr. Well, my Speaker, right I, honourable uh... friend, I, I'm pleased to say that I share his... Uh, enthusiasm for theme park video games and I can say uh, and I think across the house uh, we must accept that at this stage of the pandemic the uh, absolute best thing we can do uh, is to self-isolate and play Disneyland Adventures I mean if that got said in the commons it would not be the most ridiculous thing I've heard come out of that place this year to be completely frank I'd be on board with the first part of that statement as well. Right, yes. Uh, it's the Disneyland Adventures part where it all sort of falls down, I suppose. Uh, yes. Yeah. They should start using it as a threat, frankly. You know, you, if you don't self-isolate, uh, we're going we're gonna to come around and make you self-isolate. And not only that, but we're going we're gonna to force you to play Disneyland Adventures and you're going to have a supervisor to make sure you That's... get 100% of the achievements and only then will you be allowed out. That's tier four. That's tier four self-isolation, yeah. It goes from 14 days to however long it takes <laughs> to 100% Disneyland adventures. I cannot think of a more brutal punishment than that. Uh, that so, yes, um, that's what we're here to talk about today. Our theme park video game review series returns after a few weeks off, and it's Disneyland adventures time. Uh, we've both streamed some on the Park Rush Twitch page, which is twitch.tv slash parkrush. Josh, you took the first and the second of the three bullets. Uh, I did. And, and you've staggered away and you, you've managed to survive, but pretty deep wounds, I would I would have thought. How did it go for you? Not as bad as I think it went for you, to be honest, Tom. Uh, <laughs> I uh, The first bullet, I was actually on board with, and uh, if, you, if you haven't watched that episode, which... It, is a corker, I must say. Um, the, first, the first bullet I was on board with. I got shot, but I thought, you know what? This feels all right. <laughs> it's kind of in a bit of an adrenaline uh, spike yeah. for me. I feel alive in some uh, way. And I was like, I could, I could do this. I could, I could 100% this. And then the second bullet came and I was like, actually, nah. No. Uh, These bullets aren't, aren't worth taking. No, I don't think so either. Um, I, I, I came to it. Uh, as of recording yesterday, I streamed some. I had, if anyone watched uh, any of the stream, I got about seven viewers over the course of like the hour and a half that I subjected Ooh. myself to that thing. And I, quite why people felt that it was a good use of their Thursday evening, I don't know. I mean, it's bad enough that I was sat there playing it, but if you sat there watching me play it, I think that might be even worse, a worse use of time. That's a bold strategy. Certainly, uh, yes, yeah, certainly the Xbox version, which seems... An even worse version than the PC version. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, we can only hope that it gets the Xbox Series X patch that it deserves and can run at, you know, far superior frame rates and with more impressive visuals than it currently does on the Xbox One. But 
whether it's a priority for Microsoft right now, we can only speculate. <laughs> uh, why has Halo Infinite been delayed? Well, we've refocused our efforts on an 8K update for Disneyland Adventures. Oh, and we're adding right uh, Marvel Land as DLC. Uh, so please be excited. Marvel Land is a different park. Uh, oh no, you're right. Oh, they're adding. We're adding the entirety of California Adventure as DLC. Then. Oh yes, please. Yeah. Oh, I'm in. Uh, um, technically, uh, Galaxy's Edge would be part of a remake of Disneyland Adventures. That's true. That's true. That's and they've already. Bears. You know, this of course, as we'll get to, was originally a Connect game, and if they wanted to make sure it was a, a kind of seamless addition, the Galaxy's Edge section. They, they could just incorporate the levels from uh, Connect Star Wars, the dancing levels. Do you remember that? Yes, yeah. Uh, I, I do believe there was a parody of Genie in the... Was there a parody of Genie in the Bottle about Han Solo? Am I making that up? Sorry, Han um, Solo. Is I think it, uh, you might be right. I, I want to say I might be correct, you know. And it's, that was uh, by the Dance Central guys, right? I don't think it was. I think it was very much a rip-off of that tech, but I don't think it was them. Oh, I don't think they lowered Dance themselves. Dance Central is obviously is a Microsoft IP, so... Mm. I'll tell you what, though, Josh. Uh, I would rather play Connect Star Wars for two and a half hours than watch Rise of Skywalker. Um, yes. I'll tell you what is an even better time. Um, playing Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, sorry, you mean Star Wars Jedi... Fallen Order. Yes, I do, yeah. Uh, have you made more progress on that then? I have. I've moved off of the... Uh, I, you, you have the intro bit, I guess you could say. Then you have yeah, the it's very scripted. Planet. Very scripted sort of uh, yeah. action set piece, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, so I've done that bit. Um, I've been to the first planet. I'm now on the uh, second planet. Uh, okay. Uh, Zorbo. I can't Zor- really remember what the planets were called, to be honest. But I, I played uh, Jedi Fallen Order uh, in advance of watching Clone Wars, and uh, I wish I hadn't. In a way, you know, I uh, there, there's there's uh, plenty that you will uh, get out of that game if you've watched Clone Wars. Of course, you have. So uh, yes. I look forward to discussing the uh, story with you when you finish it. But uh, very specifically, watch Clone Wars so that I could play this game. Ah, well, there we are. Um, Funnily enough, I've been playing Star Wars Squadrons and someone from Rebels turned up in the campaign. So I'm oh. I'm all I'm well on top of my Star Wars right now and I know everything there is to know. What so, a season. Um, in, indeed. Right, anyway, let's uh <laughs> let's talk about uh, Disneyland Adventures then. So yeah, I, you played on PC, I played it on Xbox. I did have some experience with this game before. I loaded up a save from Christmas 2018. Quite why oh. I was spending my Christmas doing that, I don't know. Uh, I, I think there's ever. I mean, this Christmas stands to be pretty miserable. Uh, you know, we probably won't be able to see family and friends, and we'll be locked indoors. And yet, I still reckon that purely because I do not intend to spend any of this Christmas playing Disneyland Adventures, it will still be a better Christmas than whatever the Christmas I was I was subjected to in 2018. I, it must have been a real bad one for me to have been driven to Disneyland Adventures. Yeah, that sounds brutal. Yeah, I must have had a falling out with somebody on Christmas Day. <laughs> Hello, uh, darkness, my old friend. Yes. Or I just got a really crap Christmas present. I don't know. Maybe someone bought it for me. Um, oh, gee, thanks, Mum. Yeah, great. Cheers. 
so so yeah i was kind of going back to you were playing it for the first time i guess what were your expectations going in because this game's had a weird history in that it came out on 360 in 2011 as a connect game then got re-released as an xbox one game in 2017 uh, with controller support and then and then for some reason they did even more work to it when the xbox one x came out and they gave it 4k visuals and hdr and then they yeah. ported it to PC. So this game has had a, like a weirdly long shelf life in terms of you know how much development work Microsoft have, have, have put, put into it. Uh, so yeah, what coming to it for the first time in 2020, what were your expectations? What did you? What kind of game did you um, think you were getting in for, and how did you find it? I don't know really. So I guess uh, I was expecting bad things based on what you had previously said. After mm. your uh, fateful Christmas of 2018. Yes. So I wasn't really sure what it was. I kind of figured I would just run around and there was like, you could ride the rides uh, maybe. Um, and yeah, just took it, you know, and that was kind of it. That's kind of what I expected, which isn't really much of a game, but that's kind of what I expected. So I was quite surprised when uh, I got what I got. So first off, you make your character... Well, first off, I should say, there is a bug on the PC version with the resolution settings because I wanted to set it at 1080p so that it would output on the stream at a decent ratio for you know most people instead of my weird 2560 by 1080 ratio. But every time I selected 1080p, it would revert to... Like 1920 by 1080, it would revert to my 2560 by 1080. But then when I picked 2560 by 1080, it would then go to 1920 by 1080. Right. Okay. So the options just do the complete opposite of what they're supposed to. Yeah. So that's good. Great start. Yeah. Um. Uh. Then obviously you get to pick your character. Roughly get to pick your character. I mean, you don't get that many options. My um, mine was quite a good likeness. I feel, especially once I'd um. Dressed him up. You a bit, fit you know? into every video game, Tom. I do. <laughs> I do. I have. I have quite a round, flat face, which lends itself very well to video game custom characters. Um, especially, I feel from kind of you know that sort of generation of games where you couldn't really get a lot of detail into your characters. You know, I don't really have much yeah. in the way of defined features. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I kind of look like a 2010 era sim. And yes. um, uh, that's, yeah, I, I think yeah, I was able to make a pretty good uh, kid version of myself in in this game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's quite you know, um, I I could I could just about manage it um, for a, for a baseball cap on, obviously. Yes. Job's good. Um, and then you you talk to Mickey, and Mickey wants you to get an autograph, and then it's like oh you. You can't. Then I went to someone else to get an autograph. I was like, oh, he can't sign this book because it's a different book that he needs to sign. I was like, wait, what? And there's like six different autograph books that you need to have. Yeah, this game is basically a just a chore fest. Like, yeah, I mean, it is. It is. It's Disneyland. You have, you know, a pretty, pretty. To be fair, I mean, the best thing about this game is that it's a pretty well realized digital recreation of the Disneyland park. Yeah, you've got all the lands that you would it expect exact- to see. It looks it excellent. Looks, it looks pretty good. I, I can't deny that there were times where I would get a, a warm, fuzzy feeling inside where I'd notice a little sort of musical 
uh, Sting from somewhere or or hear the Disneyland Railroad PA talking uh, from from one of the platforms as I walked by. So there's stuff that as a Disney theme park fan, the attention to detail is, I appreciate it, but in terms of actually engaging with the game, it's so shallow. And, and I do think that its legacy as a Kinect game doesn't help because there are certain... There are certain things that go on. For example, the game's kind of split into two uh, parts. You've got the open world theme park where you're running around, uh, finding collectibles, talking to characters who are invariably just sending you out to find various collectibles, which are all laid out to you. So there's no sense of discovery. Everything is is, is shown to you. I don't know how you play this overworld section on a Kinect. Like, how do you... I, so I, for, for research purposes, I went and watched a quick look, the giant bomb quick look of this game from the time that it first came out. And you 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 essentially have to hold your hands up in the air to make your character run, which means that at all times it looks like you're running in terror, <laughs> like you're a small child running in terror. And And by the way, Josh, I have to say, playing this in 2020... Uh, it's it's not a good look for Disneyland. No wonder they've not been allowed to reopen because there's no social distancing. No one's wearing any masks. I see groups of more than six walking around at times and lots of characters openly offering to hug me. Yeah, yeah. Bad times. Bad times indeed. Don't get um, any of that at Disney World. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But uh, yes, you, you walk around, you talk to characters, you can interact with them in very rudimentary ways. And some of the interactions will involve you um, performing poses with them. So I, I went up to Buzz Lightyear and he was like, hey, let's do some poses. And and, the, and they play out as if the game is waiting for me to do something, but no prompts come up or anything. There's even a little sort of sound effect that implies you have succeeded at something, right? You know, that kind of classic video game, like uh, yeah. sort of little jingle, like, hey, you've completed a task, as if, I would have to assume that in the Connect version you are actually making those poses, but on this they didn't bother to come up with a, 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 an alter an alternate um, method for doing it with the controller. So they just leave the animations in, but they just take an awkwardly long time and then imply that you have succeeded at something while you just sit there looking at the screen, wondering if it's broken or not. So that's all a bit strange, but yeah, all of the all of the missions are literally just run around and pick stuff up and bring them back to various characters. And if you're not doing that, you're going on rides, uh, which are either really really bad mini games or just literally sitting on the ride and uh, like a kind of roller coaster tycoon experience. And I would have preferred it if all the rides were like that. To be honest, I would have much so- rather have been able to just ride Peter Pan in a first person view than do this really awful connect mini game that has been converted to a controller so that it's somehow even worse what mini games did you because i noticed that you skipped because when, when I, I, uh, I i flicked through your uh stream last night i obviously couldn't make it um but you skipped over splash mountain i noticed i did i did uh-huh. well i i did last night i did finding nemo which was uh basically oh, hide and God. seek but the game tells yeah. you exactly what to do so there's no uh, you you weren't even very good at that time. I I had to say I did. See I only that. got four stars out of five. So I yeah, you yeah, weren't collecting at, enough coins either. I just sort of you know completely failing at this kids game. But hey, yeah, you were, you were really bad at that one. Thanks. Um, but I did. Well, I the did thing rem- with that one is when he's counting down. You're supposed to be the coins come flying at you, and you're supposed to swim around and collect them. Oh, it's I only see. The last minute 
when he's about to turn around that you didn't hide. Oh, that would explain why I found it so unengaging because I, I hid f- from the off and then just yeah. it was like, do I really just, just sit just here? Hiding for, behind does the game really seconds. think I need 15 seconds to work this, <laughs> work this out? Uh, that well, would I did notice that. on that like crush would clip through uh, the rockery on your screen. Right. Um, where his, whereas I wasn't getting any of that on PC. Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Technically, this game is a bit of a, a bit of a mess. There is some some janky business going on in terms of clipping and, uh, and yeah. glitches. But uh, I think that's predominantly on the Xbox. I would say that if you do want to play this game, play it on PC. Yes. Just remember to pick the opposite resolution to the one that you actually want to get the one that you want. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I do remember playing other mini games when I first played this in that during that fateful Christmas where you're basically just guiding your character around. He's kind of flying through the air and you're literally just moving the stick around left and right to manoeuvre him into coins and things to collect. And I'd imagine, obviously, on Connect, you'll actually be kind of twisting your torso and uh, angling your body to collect these things, whereas on the controllers, from what I remember, you're just moving the stick. So, you know, having having remembered those and then experienced the Finding Nemo hide-and-seek, I decided, you know what, I'm not going to do any more of these and I'm just going to run around and talk to characters and get autographs and collect pin badges which uh, yeah, yeah was kind of you know mundane but also I, I got something of a kick out of that just because I was like hey these are some fun pin badges I would like to own these in real life uh yeah the, the, the pin badges are really cool actually um I would say that they're so I played a lot more mini games than you did so I did um Jungle Cruise I did Pirates I did Haunted Mansion uh I did Splash I did Big Thunder. Oh wow! I, I did uh, Matterhorn, Alice did, in Wonderland. Is that all of them? This is quite a lot. Peter Pan. Yes, yeah, so I did. I did definitely did nine. Um, right, might be all of them. I'm not sure. And, and how much variety was there? Um, not a lot. <laughs> uh, so I guess you could say so. Jungle Cruise was pretty good. So Jungle Cruise, you was on a boat and you were like trying to, but you had a water cannon and you're trying to spray stuff on the sides to get coins like break uh break uh crates and jugs and scare the hippos away and that sort of thing that's good okay. fun uh pirates good fun. you were trying really? to row down the river and that, that was really tough because it didn't work properly like the rowing motion was janky as hell uh haunted mansion was you had to like you had like a torch and you had to shine the torch at the ghosts Splash, Splash was probably my favourite actually. So Splash, you uh, you were on a log and you was guiding this log down the river and had to avoid obstacles and jump over obstacles and things like that. Matterhorn is kind of similar, but you're skiing down a slope rather than on a uh, uh, on a log. Railroad, Big Thunder Railroad, that's pretty good, I think. Big Thunder Railroad is probably my favourite. Your uh, on one there's because there's like multi levels to each mini game or to each section, three mini three levels. I don't know whatever, but each one is different. So the first one is your you've got like a handcart that you're controlling. You have to like uh, and you've got brake and accelerate and you can uh, move to one side or the other to get coins. That's pretty good fun. Uh, and there's another one where you're like running along the top of the train. And you have to avoid things. Finding Nemo's bad. Space Mountain, you're sort of uh, in space and you've got a rough control, but you're still on a rail sort of thing. 
uh, of a rocket and you have to collect coins and that sort of thing and there's some shooting involved there as well Alice in Wonderland there is you're like a I guess you're like a golf ball like a not a golf ball a croquet ball and you get and you get hit and you have to like guide and like go underneath certain things and jump over certain things Uh, and there's also a dancing one on there as well where you have to match it's like a you know, like a like a dance dance revolution, but you're pressing A B X Y. Uh, sounds sounds riveting. I I, yes. I can't. I'd, I'd have to imagine some of these maybe felt a little more varied in, on Connect. I don't know. I mean, the, the option when you launch it on Xbox, it does ask you if you want to use Connect or the controller. So I don't know if the I assume the Xbox One version when it first was released did support the Xbox One. Connect. I, I can't imagine they just couldn't be asked to patch so. it out. So I'd imagine that it, that you could do that on PC. I guess no, right? It, it did it even offer you the option? It doesn't even offer me. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. And I mean, the the end game for all of this stuff is just as you say, collecting coins, really. And you spend those on, as I say, pin badges, as you said, photo albums. Uh, you can also buy uh, uh, gear for your for your character to wear. And there's quite a lot yep. of stuff, you know, I'd imagine, you know, kids could probably have a decent enough time dressing up their character. I had a decent enough time dressing up my character. I settled on a look pretty early on because I thought, hey, skinny jeans, Converse, and a Buzz Lightyear t-shirt. I own all this stuff already. <laughs> this is basically this is me. me. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that I was I went fine. to a Woody outfit. Oh, yeah, you, I saw that. Yes, that was important. Do you own a Woody outfit? Uh, I wish, yeah. Uh, did they sell your... Because you bought some... I, I, this is going to sound weird, and I'd just like to clarify that. I've not seen them myself, uh, certainly not being worn. Uh, but you you told me that you bought some rather fetching Disney World boxer shorts on your last trip. Did you see any oh, sign of those? Pajama bottoms. Oh, they're pajama bottoms, sorry. Did you see any sign of those in any of the virtual Disneyland uh, shops? Uh, uh, unfortunately not, no. Uh, I, I, do I, wonder, I was disappointed by that. If there was any integration with the with the theme park, you know, especially when it was a Connect game, maybe was there any was there any way of scanning something in, you know, from a could you go to the park and get something that you could then scan into the game? That would seem like a pretty cool uh, and exciting little gimmick for for kids, you know, after going to Disneyland, being able to scan stuff in and make their game experience a bit more personal to them. But I don't know, because Disney Infinity, which I was a big fan of when that was around, did actually have some functionality, like magic bands. You could put your magic... But Disney Infinity, if people don't know, was during the kind of Toys to Life craze. So you bought the game and you got a a base which you could then you put these figurines on and there were dozens and dozens of different figurines over the years, Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel, etc., uh, but the, there was some neat uh, tie-ins with the theme parks because there was a big creation mode in Disney Infinity and, you know, lots of different props and rides and stuff that you would recognise from the parks you could put into your own little creations. But you could also unlock special stuff and one way of doing it was to literally put your magic band down on the base and it would unlock some unique Disney theme park uh stuff in the game which was cool but i don't know if there was any anything like that in this uh not as far as i'm aware no alas Um, not that i saw anyway it's also worth noting uh, some interesting details here from the disneyland adventures wiki which i'm i'm shocked exists but it does uh the park is you know as we said i think the best thing about it for us both was was walking around this fairly good 
recreation of the park but there were there are a few bits missing and it's mostly due to licenses so this was pre uh it's gonna make this seem really old this was pre disney buying lucasfilm uh, and for that reason yes. there was no sign of star tours or indiana jones adventure um but i think indiana jones apparently was later added or at least kind of, i don't think you could actually go on it or anything but the no. Uh, the the kind of signage the was later patched in to the remaster yeah. because of the I can confirm because of the purchase. But Star Tours is nowhere to be seen. No, yeah, uh, but yeah, in, the Indiana Jones sign is definitely there. Um, that is on the my first stream of it, I believe. Ah, would you buy Disneyland Adventures two that added that, that, that brought uh, the park up to date? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I might. so if it was if it was uh the whole of disneyland california anaheim um so you had both parks maybe even downtown disney who knows um right or at least a section of it where you can link where you link the two parks um but it was designed purely for controller and mouse and keyboard um, rather than being predominantly for Connect, maybe I would, or maybe they should release it as a uh, VR game. Oh yes, yes, that's not a bad idea actually. Uh, I spoke last week about the fact that I had been, I had watched some videos of uh, Disneyland creations in the PS4 game Dreams, and I uh, got a chance to play yeah. some of them for myself earlier today. They're really impressive, uh, and some of them are VR compatible. So that that that. That's basically that. Maybe I need to buy PSVR again just so that I can walk around some guy's virtual Disneyland. It's very impressive. It's uh, it's, it's kind of spot on. It's um, I'd hate to know how long it took him to make, but it's very good. <laughs> and the rides he's made are better than the rides that are in Disneyland Adventures. It's not even close. Uh, he's done uh, uh, Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion, Space Mountain, Tower of Terror, and they're all fantastic. They're so... Uh, they're very accurate, um, but he's you know not just in terms of how the ride operates, but also the the vibe and the atmosphere. He somehow managed to import all the music and the sound effects. Uh, uh, it's, it's it's copyright infringement everywhere you look, but uh, it's not been taken out, and I'm glad it hasn't because it's very cool. Oh so uh, I, I'm going to stream some dreams. I'm going to do a thing park dream stream uh, oh, at some the point dream in, the, in the near future. Yeah, uh, as a sort of interim. We won't. It's not part of the series. It'll just be a bit of fun, extra fun. I think the next one in the act in our series is Parkitect, which um, which is a, an exciting one. That's a, that's a proper game, Josh. <laughs> it is. So we'll we'll get some, to that. Some that something that I've been playing more of, obviously. Yeah, that and Planet Coaster, which they announced this week for um, would would be or confirmed this week. I think it was expected, but. Uh, yeah, confirm that Planet Coaster Console Edition will be out for the launch of the PS5 and the Xbox Series X and S. And if you yes. buy it on PS4 or Xbox One, you'll get the uh, free upgrade. So, I don't know. I mean, do we do, would we consider that a separate release? Would we come? Would we do another? Would we do Planet Coaster Console Edition, a theme park video game review? I think we can we can have a look at it, see what it's like. I think um, what we could I think do like yeah. We should definitely stream um, some. Yes, uh, I I will hopefully actually get to stream some Planet Coaster this week. Nice. Uh, yeah, this coming week. Um, obviously, Planet Coaster made by 
Frontier Development, who uh, also made Disneyland Adventures. Yeah, yeah. This was part of this kind of weird trilogy of Frontier-developed Xbox games where you had this, shortly afterwards followed by Zoo Tycoon, and then shortly followed by Scream Ride, which I did live up to... um, uh, mind of the bargain on that and did stream some more yeah. screen ride the other day uh last sunday actually was it last sunday i can't remember what it was now but i, I streamed so some it's, it's up on the youtube channel it's all archived well. they do make connectimals wow yeah um yeah i'm um, glad they're off that stuff now and are back making uh games that they're good at and games that they presumably <laughs> enjoy making more than the than these connect and and these connect focused games yeah, but, uh, sure. Yeah, I, I think I think I might try some Zoo Tycoon though. That the, the Zoo Tycoon game for Xbox. I think basically my approach to the Thing Park uh, to the Twitch channel is that we obviously do stream the games that are part of our series, but we also maybe um, uh, sort of broaden the scope of it a little bit and and play some stuff that's maybe in the spirit of some of the games that we that we talk about on the podcast, but that aren't you know strictly theme park games hence you know zoo tycoon and dreams yeah i i i like to you know we we are heavily game influenced here on the podcast i like to think that uh maybe occasionally we'll we can even throw in some off-topic stuff you know who knows oh it might be the one it might might finally be the thing that gets me to actually play something like the witcher 3 if i just stream it randomly on a theme park podcast twitch page i think that'd be great do you? I don't have the time. I don't have enough time. That's that's like two hundred hours of my life that I would have to sign away. Uh, I, I mean, look. At the end uh, of the day, I know. can't complain about time or not having enough of it when I spent ninety minutes of my Thursday evening playing Disneyland Adventures for an audience of seven people. <laughs> so, and and you've spent even longer, Josh. I mean, weren't both of your streams north of two hours? Uh, they were. Yeah. <laughs> the shame in your voice there was palpable. Yeah. Yeah. And deserved. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this um, game reviewed yeah. weirdly well. I mean, it got seventy. It's got an average score of seventy-one point seven seven percent on game rankings from twenty-two reviews, and from thirty-three reviews on Metacritic, it's got an average score of seventy-three. That's for the original Connect release, by the way. The Xbox One version, and you know, by virtue of the PC version, I guess as well, uh, falling a bit lower at sixty-four point two nine and sixty-seven respectively from a from a smaller number of uh, reviews but um yes yeah um, I, I, there was uh technical issues uh with the remaster and no new content from the original release besides the additional control schemes and improved graphics well that's wrong josh as we say because they did add the indiana jones signage of course yes so these reviewers um, really should have done their research it's interesting the uh so it, the remaster was done by a sobo studios uh who have quite recently got quite high acclaim for their uh, re- version of Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah, they've got a, they've got a shockingly varied CV because they also developed a, a game that I really enjoyed from last year called uh, A Plague Tale Innocence, which is a sort of uh, uh, kind of a, a kind of an adventure game, like a story-driven adventure game um, yeah. set during a, a, a horrific plague in France. And it's... Uh, it's very different from Disneyland Adventures <laughs> and Flight Simulator. Um, so yes. uh, I think actually it's on, if you're on Xbox, I don't know if it's on the PC version, but it's on the Xbox Game Pass. 
I recommend checking it out. Disneyland Adventures is also on uh, Game Pass. They did uh, so much stuff. How we played it. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it will be available on the new Xbox at launch as a backwards compatible game. I didn't, I mean, the load times weren't awful. I mean, there were were some that I seem to recall being a little hefty. So, yeah, maybe, maybe if you're tempted at all to play Disneyland Adventures, wait until next month if you're in the mar- if you're on the market for a new xbox wait and and play it in its uh most definitive form yet i would if, say if you really want to if you're really insistent on playing it play it on pc i'm, I'm begging you oh right yeah i guess that would actually be the best version regardless yeah. um, well that uh i can't think of anything else to say about it to be honest josh do you have any other thoughts on disneyland adventures uh i hope they make a sequel <laughs> yes, well, we've gathered. I've gathered that. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know why. But anyway, uh, that that's that. That's that. And as I say, we move on. Where I mean, we'll see how we get on with Planet Coaster and whether that constitutes a separate entry. I kind of feel like the case could be made because we have. I know it's. I know it's you know a very. Uh, it's very. It's a port. You could argue more than a a re-release or a remaster or something like that. So, because I was going to say we have essentially already reviewed the first Roller Coaster Tycoon game a couple of times in slightly different forms, right? Because we did Roller Coaster Tycoon, then we did, you know, Roller Coaster Tycoon Classic, and coming up we've got Roller Coaster Tycoon Adventures, which by my understanding is is also kind of built off of that original game for Nintendo Switch, though, this time. So, basically, if we don't do Planet Coaster Console Edition as a separate podcast, then we've got four left. And those are Parkitect, Rollercoaster Tycoon Adventures, Jurassic World Evolution, and Parkasaurus. Jurassic World Evolution, of course, as we long-time listeners will know, is on the list because the listeners decided that it was uh, the Jurassic World was more theme park than zoo, and therefore qualified. And because of that, I guess Parkasaurus therefore also has to qualify because it's basically uh, indie Jurassic Park. Yeah. Mainly because I, I think we added it because I wanted to play it mainly. Right. Well, I, you know, there we are. Does it feel? Does it fall into that slightly wider camp that gets streamed but not podcasted about? Well, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll we'll, we'll have to decide. Maybe it does. You know, it'll definitely Maybe. get streamed. It definitely gets. It'll streamed. definitely get streamed. Yeah. Is it on Mac? or Is it only on PC? Um, I don't know, Tom. Oh, maybe I should look it up. Uh, um, but Planet Coaster Console Edition, though, we will. Um, we will we will stream some of that when that comes out next month. I don't know. Uh, Parkasaurus is only on PC. It's only on PC, alas. Uh, well, I don't know if either of us are going to end up getting a new console in the launch window. I know that I plan not to, but I said that last time. So <laughs> there's every chance I end up with both on day one. Uh, but then, you know, I'll be able to play the definitive version of Planet Coaster Console Edition. I'll be able to weigh them up against one another and see, do you want to play this on the PS5 or the Xbox One? Xbox Series X, even. Or the the PC. Or the PC. Well, you can't get the console edition on the PC, Josh. That's why I was specific. No, you you can probably get a better version with more DLC. Yeah, but not the console edition. Ugh, well, yeah. Um, Well, that's going to do it, I think. Uh, What what are you streaming this week, Josh? What have you got planned? Just uh, Uh, just to remind us. Parkitect. Once again, uh, Tuesday, uh, and then Thursday it will be Planet Coaster. 
Excellent. Very exciting. Well, I, I am going to try and do some dreams streams this coming week as well. Uh, if I do, they Dream will stream. be in the yes, uh, in, they will be in the morning UK time before I go to work. I'm on the late shifts this week, and I will probably need something to cheer me up each morning after an evening of reporting on um, the ongoing shambles that is life. So uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe join me in the mornings for some some dreams. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitch, of course, uh, twitch.tv slash parkrush, and on Twitter at parkrushpodcast. You can email us, podcast at parkrush.com. You can find the every episode we've done at parkrush.com, show notes at joshualawrence.info, and you can subscribe to the show on your preferred podcasting app of choice. And if we aren't on your preferred podcasting app of choice, uh, it shouldn't be your preferred podcasting app of choice because I think we're on just about everything at this point. Yeah, but... But let us know and we'll add it. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and all right. also, how did, have you managed to listen to us? It's quite impressive. That's also true. Yes. Uh, well, that's going to do it. Who knows what, what tier do you think we'll be in, Josh? We should do a sweepstake every week. This time next week. Episode, <laughs> so t- today was episode 103. Three. Oh, so next week's episode 104, which is our two-year anniversary, because 52 times two is 104. And we've done one every week Good somehow. Rest. So what, what do you reckon, Josh? Tier, what tier are we going to be in for episode 104? Uh, tier 1 next week. You reckon? Yeah, but then 105 will be half term? You reckon it was, 105 will be... That's the circuit break episode? Yes. Okay. I guess 106 I mean, might be a circuit break episode as well then. Yeah, I think so. I think that's how that would work. And then 107, we'll be out of that, and we'll will we be back in tier one, or will we be in tier two by then? Don't know. You, you would hope not. It would. It would tier be tier four playing Disneyland circuit, Adventures. Once circuit again. Breaker has not worked if we come out of it in a higher tier than we went in. <laughs> <laughs> but the way things are going, I wouldn't put it past us. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I know. All I know is that from the ninth, uh, I have two weeks off. So. Oh, was oh right? Was that booked off in anticipation of of buying an Xbox? Yeah, yes. But you might not do that anymore, or, or no. do you think you're going to buy it? Uh, who knows? I'll be off. So if game blew to say we've got some in stock, you're going to going to be able to control myself? Probably not. No. Uh, for for listeners out there, Game Blue Water is um, about ten minutes down the road, if that, from the London Resort. Just like to contextualise yeah. these things for people that don't know. I think we'll have some uh, information next week on the London Resort. Oh, is that what? What makes you say that? Is this a hot scoop, or have I just missed an obvious news story? Uh, there's, there's been some stuff, uh, kind of like today that came out um, of some potential stuff. I haven't looked at it yet, but uh, yeah. So, but we'll discuss it next week. I think. Cool. Well, yes, that sounds good. We will indeed be back next week. Stay safe out there, everybody. Until then, take it easy. Goodbye. Goodbye.